It's time to place your bets. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It's the wagering show today with me and Scotty B. That's right, Scott Bogman and Joe Pizapia with you, breaking things down. It was a pretty good week last week for us, and uh, I gotta say, Bogman was very good, especially uh, against the spread last week. Bogman, you are 11-4, and four. very impressive out of the gate my goodness, it's it's like you know what you're talking about or something. <laughs> I mean, uh, this this week one is the best week one I've ever had and ever will have. So uh, <laughs> I was very happy to do it week one because week one is usually week one, week 17. We always talk about that. Hardest ones to pick every single year. Yeah. And uh, look, there was uh, we, were, we were looking for a lot of overs, but actually there were some unders. <laughs> that basically uh, were, were a little yeah. bit more surprising there. And And you know what? Maybe you chalk that up a little bit to... Well, you could chalk some up to Steven Goskowski, but I think you also could Aww. choke up, uh, <laughs> chalk up some other things. Oh, did I say choke up? Oh, oops. <laughs> uh, but anyway, oh I think you he could also win some Super Bowls. Like you can't hate him or anything. It's but... not that I hate him. It's just I know how bad he's been in the last couple of years. Yeah. And anybody who watched Patriot football knew that. And when he got hurt last year, I went, oh, good. <laughs> I can believe they let him kick it at the end. I'm like, are you serious? You're going yeah. back to this guy. He couldn't make an extra wow. point and he finally nailed it. But uh, I mean, it, can you imagine if he would have missed that? Like, would you just fire Vrabel immediately? I mean, uh, you know, guy uh, missed four I, mean, he's, he's, I mean, I guess he's kind of backs against the wall a little bit there, but you know, yeah. at the same time, what are you going to do? But, but anyway, I think some of the unders is, you know, where we're at because there just wasn't preseason. I, I think that's what it was. And um, some of the overs that obviously we, we even the bigger ones, like the, uh, the game with Atlanta, we were all over that too. And I want to remind everybody out there again, subscribe to the show here. Uh, in case you missed it, we just dropped the wage, uh, excuse me, the DFS show yesterday. So the DFS shows out there, the preview for FanDuel and DraftKings for your main slate. And uh, every Friday we do the wagering show. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to the pre-snap podcast. And while you're at it, go over to linestarapp.com and go upgrade to that premium product on LineStar. And you can uh, get going with all the tools and all the optimizer and everything else on there. I'm telling you, it's so helpful when we're preparing for the shows and uh, we use it quite a bit. And uh, I'll tell you what, some great values last week, some great values this week on there. So it really does help. I got to tell you, I've worked for a lot of DFS companies before in my life. I really have. I've even worked for FanDuel directly. And I could tell you in terms of uh, the information, the way it's shot out there to you, it's so user-friendly. It's so simple. I hate some of the DFS sites because it's just too much information and it makes your head hurt. I need simple stuff. I need clear stuff. And that's what LineStar gives you. And we're going to try to give you some clear stuff too in some of these uh, situations with these games. So Boggs, are you ready to defend your week one crown? Cause week one definitely went to you. I was, I was, what was I eight and seven? I was eight and seven. You were 11 and four. At least we were both on the positive. That's good, but still 11 and four. That's a pretty good week one. I got to play catch up. So <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take let's it. start with Atlanta at Dallas. Uh, Dallas is four and a half point favorites in this one. The over under is 52. Boggs, take it away because I got a feeling you're going to like the over in this one as well. 
Oh yeah. Way over in this one. Look, this is a get right game for the Cowboys. Uh, you know, the offense did not look right. Uh, on the road against the Rams this week. And I think they're going to absolutely play much, much better against a much worse defense in Atlanta. Atlanta's still figuring stuff out, but they can score too. So I'm going to go Dallas and the over on this one uh, might be my lock of the week. Uh, This is a pretty easy one to me, Joe. I'm going to go Dallas uh, to win the game. I am going to go the over as well. However, we're going to differentiate a little bit here. I'm going to take Atlanta against the spread. I think they're going to cover this. Vanderesh is out. And is one thing I learned about watching the Cowboys last year. The Cowboys don't have a killer instinct. They do not know how to put their foot and squash. They don't know how to do it. They didn't know how to do it last year. They weren't able to do it in week one either. And I'm telling you right now, I think Atlanta can at least get back in this game because they do have all those offensive weapons. And I think they can possibly get back in there. I think they Atlanta can cover this four and a half. If it was three, I might feel differently, but four and a half, that's good enough for me. I'm going to take Atlanta to cover in this one. So there we go. First difference. They can only hold up for like a half because oh, it's going to be like 65 to 62. Don't get me wrong. It's going to look like a college overtime game. Uh, I, I think that uh, I, I, Atlanta, they were holding their own against Seattle for a half. And but then in the second half, the wheels fell off. So I don't know, man. I just I, I don't believe let, show it to me first. Atlanta. Have you watched the you Cowboys the last two years. This is this is what they do. And, yeah. and you know what? And and let me tell you, let me tell you something, brother. I'm going to get a whole Hulk Hogan. <laughs> right, Though Mike McCarthy was brought in to be the disciplinarian guy. So it stopped doing things on feel and all what the players want to do. And what does he do? He first shot out of the gate. Carolina. Right. Well, we were feeling really good about the offense. That's why we didn't he's gonna field stop goal. that. Like that, that like he already uh-huh. ruined it. So he's gonna uh-huh. stop that. It has to stop. Oh, okay. All right. All right. He's, he's, so say you. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Something happens when you go down to Dallas and then Jerry gets in your ear about stuff, and I don't know. All right. Next one here is Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo is road favorites in this one, minus six for them. The over-under is 41. Boggs is just, just a simple one, too. Don't overthink it. Just Buffalo straight up, clearly. I think we both think that. And But I, I guess the question is, can they put up enough points here for the separation of the, the whole touchdown? That's the hard one. So I would take Buffalo straight up. I would take them against the spread. The over-under, I wouldn't mess with. If I had to pick something, I'm going to go over because it's so low at 41 points. So, I, you know, I'm thinking a 28-13 game, something like that. Maybe Buffalo scores four touchdowns, three of them pretty quick, and then they're running the ball a bunch, and Miami's trying to play catch-up, something like that. That's how I see this game going in my head, especially, you know, uh, Parker should be good, but he's just a little bit questionable. Is he going to go out, and then is Miami just going to have nothing on offense because their, you know, lead back right now is Miles Gaskin, uh, who I liked in college, but he's not a great pro, so... Uh, Buffalo and the over in this one only because the score, the, the, the over 41 is so low. Yeah, I agree. I, the 41 is very low, so I'm going to go over as well. Uh, give me Buffalo on both ends also. So you and I see eye to eye on that one as well. So, so, so far only one differential between the two of us and we'll continue on here. And uh, next one here on the board, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know, I am, I am not happy. I am not a happy camper about this Tampa game. I was so excited on Monday for it, and now just less so. You know, you've got to really pay close attention here as we get more injury news and all this stuff because that's going to have a huge impact on this game. But we can only go on what we have right now when we're making our calls. And right now, Tampa is nine and a half point favorites. 47 and a half is the over under. I will say this. 
I like the over in this game too. I will yeah. say this. I, I think Tampa is going to win. I'm also going to say that Carolina covers because I just think they're going, I just don't think that the, the Tampa Bay bucks are ready to pull away from anyone yet. I think they can go win this football game. I think that's going to be a, a wackier total than people realize because Carolina shows you they can put points on the board. Now McCaffrey does struggle against Tampa last year, especially so either they got a game plan differently or something's got to change. But even last week against Camara, you pointed out on yesterday's show, they were very good against Camara as well. They look very solid again. So I think Carolina is going to cover in this one too. Bogman, what do you think? We're lockstep. I mean, I am taking Tampa straight up. I don't see a way Carolina can win this game, especially going on the road and they look so horrible against Vegas. Uh, I think the over is kind of the easy play here. Uh, But I got to take Carolina because I'm with you. I mean, you know what that game from Brady looked like last week? Do you know what quarterback he may have resembled from last season, Joe? Uh, James Winston. Winston. <laughs> exactly like Jameis Winston. So I don't know if they're pulling away quite yet until Brady starts really hitting his his stride. I don't think Tampa Bay should be more than a touchdown favorites against anybody. You know, and maybe I'll look like a silly goose after this one. But I'm taking Carolina as well. (laughs) All right. Pittsburgh at home against Denver. They're seven and a half point favorites. This is a big number, too. Uh, Problem is Denver has a lot of injuries, a lot of issues going on. That Pittsburgh defense is so good. I actually think Pittsburgh is going to cover this. Uh, So give me Pittsburgh to win. Give me Pittsburgh to cover. And uh, the, the struggle here is the 41 and a half. It's what I think Denver can put up here. Because this this could be a potential blowout, but I'm I hate to say it. I think I'm going to go the over on this one too. We've got three straight over four straight overs in a row out of the gate. Boy, we just love points. We're just whores for points. So are are you and I in agreement again on this one? Yeah. And I don't like taking all overs because that's what I did last week and it didn't play well for me. So I will say that I probably wouldn't be messing with the over under on this game, but I'm with you. Uh, You know, Denver. Oh, I agree a hundred percent so far. The one we're, we're having fun here on the show a little bit. We like to try to pick everything because we have our little contest, but I'm going to tell you this right now, this over under, I would stay away from. This is a hard pass for me. And the other hard pass, I, I think actually, no, so far that's the only hard pass for me. Um, This, this one's the first, like, no, I don't like it, but for the sake of the show, I think I would lean the right. over. I wouldn't hard pass it because I think, I think Pittsburgh could score 41, 42 by themselves if Drew Locke is having a, a terrible day. You know, if he's, you know, getting hit and fumbling, if he's throwing a couple picks and setting up Pittsburgh in short yardage situations and stuff. Like, I, I, I'm so I'm not a hard pass. I will take the over. I don't know how much action I would put on it, but uh, I, I like Pittsburgh in this game. You mentioned it before. Uh, Denver still beat up, Sutton's beat up. You know, they have some injuries on uh, defense, and Philip Lindsay's gone as well. So, uh, I think this is uh, an easy Pittsburgh win, and I'm hoping for it. You know, I hate saying that uh, into a microphone, but I do think it's <laughs> All right, Detroit is going to uh, travel to Green Bay. Green Bay is a touchdown favorite in this one. The over-under is 49 and a half. Uh, I do think Green Bay is going to win outright. Uh, I'm sure Boggs agrees with that. I think that Detroit has a shot to cover in this game. I really do, but I am going to go with Green Bay instead. And I think they will cover by they will cover this by the touchdown. They will be all right. However, I'm going to take the under in this game. I think this one's going to surprise some people. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. I think everyone's going to fall in this trap of, oh my god, look what they did last week against the Vikings, and they scored four thousand points, and now they're going to score four thousand points. Detroit is way worse. 
yeah, that's not how the NFL works. So I'm going to go under on this one. Boggs, uh, how about you? What do you think of Green Bay and the under? I just like how that same guy didn't like your plays in DFS. And he no, that also... was a totally different guy. Oh, it's a different guy. Totally, okay. totally different guy. That guy was like no this. Idea. That was the other guy. He talked like this. Oh, that guy's a bigger meathead. Oh, I <laughs> talk like this. Uh, I really don't like that we're on the same wavelength here. Uh, oh, well, so I'm no good because I didn't no, last no, no, no. Just like, get money on it. <laughs> no, no, it's not that we're you're no good. It's that it, you know some people are going to listen to you, some people are going to listen to me, and uh, you know. Well, uh, so far, if they just listen to us, we're going to sink or swim all together. Very, very, very true, Joe. So I'm just so used to arguing with the Welsh, I think, about these. So uh, I, I'm going to go Green Bay, Green Bay, and the under, too. I think that um, the under is a tough play. I don't know that I want to go with that. I think the only play here to go is Green Bay straight up, and it's probably not going to pay a bunch. It's so um, I, I, I don't know <laughs> how much action I'll have on this game. Like, I wouldn't parlay this one or anything. So it's not a hard pass for me because I'm confident in Green Bay. But I, I just, I'm not super confident. I'd much rather take Dallas. I'd much rather take I gotta uh, tell Buffalo. you, I feel best in this game about the under. That's the one thing I actually feel good about. Is, well, they is, put up 43 points by themselves last yeah, week. Yeah, I know. But that was last week. And 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 this, it's week one. And and all kinds of wacky things. And, and Detroit has, has taught us one thing, too, is that every week where you're like, ah, oh, they stay. And they do. But Detroit always has leads. And they end up blowing things late. And last year, Detroit played the Packers tough in Green Bay, if you recall. They got hosed on some calls there. I just I feel like it's not going to be the chalk that everybody else sees. And so far, to be honest with you, too, you know, there's been nothing here on the money line for us to get involved with uh, so far. So that's why we haven't even mentioned one of these, because there's just no money to be made so far in these first couple of games on it. So it's just it's just not not good practices. So let's get after the next one, see if things change here. Probably not. Uh, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee is eight and a half points at home. Ooh, boy, that's a big number. 42 and a half is the over under. Hmm. Do you think Jacksonville can uh, cover this one and kind of ruin some days? Cause I kind of feel like they can. I don't think they can beat Tennessee straight out, especially. Oh, on no, no. But, but I think they can cover. So I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover. I can take the under in this game. We just saw Tennessee play a, a low scoring game you know where it was 16 14 obviously goskowski wasn't great but goskowski is going to matter in this game so uh i'm going to take jacksonville and i'm going to take the under on this one this looks like a, a nice slug fest type of a game i don't know how after watching that kicking performance you couldn't take the jacksonville side against the spread here like how how are you going to separate if you're not kicking extra points and field goals and you're not getting those little extra points that adds up Eight and a half is a huge number. That's a big number. That's like a Chiefs number. That's like a Baltimore Ravens number. I love Tennessee, <laughs> but God bless you. No, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under. So once again, uh, we agree again. And lockstep. let me tell you, folks, lockstep. <laughs> we we do not do this very often here. No, and, no, uh, we usually have, find something to fight about. I, I'm ready to well, yell at you over something. So so far, well, so far we're only fighting about Atlanta. Like that's yeah. it, right? Wow. Yeah. I mean, you'll be apologizing to me at the end of the day. That's fine. So. All right. So say you. Let's move on <laughs> to the next one here. Rams at Eagles. Uh, the Rams are one and a half point favorites on the road here. Is the wrong team favored in this one? Uh, yeah. You know, I hate this game, uh, but I, I, I think Philly has to get right uh, here. And the Rams got to travel all the way across the country. They're coming off a big win, feeling great about themselves. So I'm going to take Philly in this one. 
I think this one also needs to go under. I think I'm going to take an under in this one too. Damn Especially <laughs> if Sanders is back. Uh, if, if Sanders is back, I, I, I think um, I, I think this one needs to go under. I, I just can't take the Rams two weeks in a row. And I picked them last week and felt weird about you did. it. And you but, were right though. Uh, I was right, but uh, and look, Aaron Donald should be planning Carson Wentz, but you got to put four of your offensive linemen on Aaron Donald. Like that, I, can't, I can't believe this. I can't. We've gone like seven games now or six games where it's. Oh, no, I really? agree. I do. I hate. I hate that I'm doing it to you, but that's why I asked the question: Is the wrong team favored? Because I think the Eagles should be favored in this game by the by the one and a half. Like I just do. I'm, I'm giving more credit to the home team. I'm giving more credit to Johnson playing too because. I think they they win like 60% of the games when he's healthy and playing and, and 30% when he's not. Well, that's a big difference. <laughs> you know what? And and I don't like the Rams traveling. And um, I, I'm not a – look, the Rams should have lost. They should have lost at home to the Cowboys. Cowboys yeah. had that game. So That was such a terrible call. I mean, right. I and know. And I feel like they're getting way too much credit in this week. And people are going to look at it, and they're going to look at that, that performance by the old line. They're going to go all in on the Rams, and I think it's totally wrong. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I – I'll freely admit I'm staying away from this game. I don't, I don't want to. I'm not. And I will fully admit I'm okay. going with the Eagles. I'm I'm and, and you know what? Let's see. We haven't done it yet. Uh, but the money line eh, it's no good. It's 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 OK. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, yeah. it's 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 yeah, it's it's minus one oh eight. It's not great. That's fine. That, that's fine. You know, straight up is fine. As long as it's not, you know, minus two fifty or anything. I'm OK. So. Yeah, yeah, one. I want to. I want a nice big fat plus in front of something. That's what I yeah, want. I get oh, it. But... Wait, that's coming up right here. You know where it's coming up? Because the Minnesota Vikings are going to go play the Indianapolis Colts, and it's plus one forty-two. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm taking. I'm taking the Vikings in this game. I think they really found their stride in the second half. They looked much, much better. Much better. So I think if you can mix a little of that in early against this, you know, reeling Colts team who just lost to Jacksonville. Uh, and look, Gardner Minshew was 19 of 20. So Kirk Cousins, the, uh, a veteran with a huge contract, uh, you know, and throwing to Thielen, I, I think should be nice in this game as well. I think Cook is going to get, uh, uh, going to have a nice game here too. So Minnesota, and you know what? I think the Colts can score too, and I think that Minnesota defense is overrated. So I'm going to mm. go Minnesota, Minnesota over on this game. I will go Minnesota, Minnesota under, and I will be different, not just to be different, but I will go and And the reason is because I think the Colts are a little inept right now. And, and I think they're going to continue to turn the ball over and that's not good. And all that means Jonathan Taylor turned the ball over. I, I do believe it's going to be Philip Rivers turned the ball over, but I, I agree with you in the sense that the Minnesota defense might not be that good, but it might not matter. Maybe they're not as good as they thought they were. But I don't know if it's going to matter the way Rivers looked. Denny Green game. here. They What's that? They were. They, yeah, they, a little Denny Green. Yeah, a little bit. A little, little Denny little Green. Bit. A little Denny bit. Green All right, let's let's go to the next one here. New York Giants at Chicago. I do think Barkley is going to have a much better performance in this one. Uh, the Bears are five and a half point favorites. How the Bears a five and a half point favorite over anybody? I don't. I don't know. So give me the Giants to cover this one. I don't. A five and a half. Mitchell Trubisky. Come on. <laughs> What are you crazy? No, no. Uh, the 42, I would stay the hell away from this one. Cause this one scares the hell out of me. But if I have to lean for the sake of the show and pick something, I will pick the over in this one, but give me the bears to somehow find a way to win this game. Uh, actually, you know what? No, you know what? Screw <laughs> it. We gotta be different. You know what? No, 
if I'm going to think the Giants can cover it, then Mitchell Trubisky is going to find a way to lose and give me, they should not have won last week. And, and you know what? They shouldn't win this week. I think the Giants are better than people realize. Give me Daniel Jones making a play, somehow finding a way. Give me the Giants, Giants over. Go ahead. What do you want here? Hey, look, you know, I I wish I could argue really vehemently against you in this game. I, I don't have a ton of confidence in this game, but uh, obviously watching my Steelers play uh, the Giants last week and watching that offensive line just be the same old turnstile offensive line. I know, they but it's against been. the Steelers. They're so good. Dude, like, Steelers I mean, good, but I mean, dude, the, the Bears with Akeem Nixon and uh, I know healthy, they're good too. Khalil Mack, who they traded all those picks for, Khalil Mack is still great. So uh, I think I'm going to go Chicago straight up, and I will take them against the spread. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell you I believe in Trubisky, but I will tell you I believe Trubisky is a better player than we've seen the last couple seasons. I think he can manipulate. manipulate I think pocket. I think he just needs a little confidence. So okay, if fair. he stacks wins, I think we'll start to see Trubisky play a little bit better, and I think this is a stacked win. So uh, give me Chicago and give me the over in this game. I, I think um, – you know, the Giants defense is still they're almost there. They're still working it out, though. But once you saw Ben get into a rhythm, uh, you know, yeah. he was really. Yeah, but you know what? I think the Giants, even though they lost that game, I think as a giant fan or a giant coach, I would I would take the guys in the locker room and say, hey, that is a much better football team than you. And you hung with them next I mean, week. Let's go kick them. Would say that, but <laughs> well, you, you hung with them for a while. That's a much better football team. than you. And you hung with them for four, for three quarters. You were there. Nineteen ten. You were there. Oh, yeah, they were there. I was worried, you know. Until, you should be. Uh, until Bud Dupree, uh, you know, knocked that ball out of uh, Daniel Jones' hands and Cam Hayward caught it. And then even after that, Benny Snell fumbled. And uh, they should have gotten that. There were four blue jerseys right around it. And then Juju just, you know, beat everybody to the ball. So, uh, you know, that the game was closer than it should have been. But also, you know, Roethlisberger hadn't played for a year and all that stuff and had a little bit of rust going until that two-minute drive at the end of the first half, uh, Roethlisberger looked way off. So uh, I, I'm with you. Look, well, both these teams, I think, are better than people. Mr. Trubisky's looked way off for his career. So I'm going to yeah, go with that. Yeah, but but remember, Trubisky coming in the NFL didn't have that many starts at quarterback between high school. Well, and guess what? He's not going to have that many ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Trubisky's career path is a lot like Ryan Tannehill. So, uh, um, you know, start for maybe. a little bit. You know Go what, though? That's not fair. Ryan Tannehill had a couple good years there for the Dolphins, statistically speaking. And he had one year where he started to make a lot of progress, and then the wheels came off and that injury happened. Uh, but we spent way too much time talking about Mitchell Trubisky. Enough, You're right. Enough. You're right. Enough. San Francisco <laughs> traveling to New York after being 0-1 against the Cardinals, like I said they would be. And uh, now they are seven-point road favorites uh, uh, against the Jets, which – I can understand. I will take San Francisco to win this game, but I don't know, man. I'm a no. little worried about this number. I am. No, you're not. I am. No, not. They've got so many injuries. I'm a little worried about it. I'm still going to go with the 49ers, <laughs> but I'm very worried about it. This is the one where I'm going to kick myself. I feel like I feel great to come back here on Tuesday and I'm going to go, man, I wish I was listening to my instinct there, but it's just at the end, it's Adam Gase. That's the end. At the end, that's what it is. So I'm going to go. That's yeah. offensive piece. Lev yeah. Bell is not in this game. And I know. Wait, wait, wait. So this like isn't the Bell. Frank Gore revenge game? No, it sure isn't. So from when? 15 years ago when he played for the Niners? <laughs> from 1992 when he was Didn't in Didn't he San play Francisco? with Montana? Yeah. 
<laughs> he played in Montana before it was a state. That's how old he is. So uh, I, this is the one of the easiest games of the week, and this is one I will be putting money on. The Niners uh, to cover, the Niners straight up, and the under because the stupid Jets aren't going to be able to score. Agreed. So That, that uh, we can all agree on. My favorite bit, yeah, the, the under for sure. Under and San Fran, I would stay away from the spread in this one. Bogman feels way better about it than I do. I would not go after this one. And I understand San Francisco's enormous favorites, but it's the NFL. These things happen. Uh, Arizona coming off that huge win. They are home favorites, six and a half points over Washington. The uh, over-under on this one's 47 and a half. Do you think Washington offense can do enough to kind of keep pace here with this? Um, I don't like this game at all. I don't either. Uh, I feel way less confident about this one than I do uh, the, the Niners here. But uh, I, I guess I'm going to take the home team straight up. I'm going to take ugh, six and a half is such a good line. Uh, that's about perfect. Um, hmm. I, I tell you what, I'm going to go with the over for sure uh, because the Cardinals defense isn't great and uh, Washington should be able to score and the Cardinals can score on anybody. Yeah, I think they can score on anybody's defense. So I'm going to go with Arizona against the spread, but this is another no action game for me. A hundred percent agree. I don't like this game at all. I, I would be running away from this one, but I am going to go with Arizona to win. I am going to go with Arizona to cover and uh, man, I want to go with the over, but you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with 47 and a half. That's high. I know that that's, you know, what? I'm going to go with the under. Let's be a little different okay. here. I'm going to go with the under on this one, but I wouldn't touch any of these. I'm just telling yeah. you right now, everyone Boggs doesn't like it. I don't like it. Run away. If considering yeah, we've been away. in lockstep for everything, we're in lockstep for this too. This is another, <laughs> this might be the biggest hard pass of the, of the day for us. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. That's, that's the biggest hard pass so far. Okay. We only got a couple more left here. So let's fly through them. We got Baltimore at Houston, uh, Baltimore, seven point favorites. The over under is 52 for this one. Um, see, this is another tricky one because the Baltimore defense, very good. They look great last week, but again, that's Cleveland. I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. I think this is going to be more fun than people realize. I think there's going to be some garbage time points. I'm going to go with the over. I will go with Baltimore. Catch more than two passes for 17 yards or whatever loser line he had last week. I I guess (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Baltimore to win outright. Um, And you know what? Let's make a heartbreaking loss for the Texans. Let's let's say that let's say the Texans cover this and it's not quite the cakewalk. Look, road games are tough. Let's let's be honest. You know, I, I think road games are a little harder. And as good as they look last week, I think the one thing we learned about the Ravens last year is sometimes you can catch them napping a little bit. And you know what? You know, let's also not forget, they got thrashed last year. Remember the Texans got thrashed by Baltimore? I think that one stings a little bit. I I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to have to beat them, but I think they remember getting thrashed and you're already 0-1. I think there's a little bit, uh, a little bit more of a, I don't know, the the need for urgency here. I think they're going to come up short. But I'm gonna go with the uh, with Houston to cover in this one. Seven. Well, dude, whoever whoever makes the schedule, I think it's got to be a, a AFC South fan that is not a fan of Houston because they open up at Kansas City, at home against Baltimore, and then on the road against Pittsburgh. So good luck, Houston. I'm yeah. gonna take Baltimore uh, straight up. I'm gonna take them against the spread, and I think because. Houston gets maybe a couple touchdowns early. I think Baltimore starts to play ball control in the second half. They start running the ball way, way more. And I think this game goes under because that 52 point line, I know both these offenses can play, but I just think that Baltimore, if they want, 
can dominate uh, the line of scrimmage. So I'm going to take Baltimore uh, against the spread and straight up and uh, under on this game. Kansas City at the Chargers. Kansas City eight and a half point road favorites. Wow, that seems like a lot. <laughs> that's just that's just a lot. Like I think Kansas City is going to win this game. But man, eight and a half on the road. I mean, it, the Chargers are are not great, but I don't know. I I kind of struggle with this 16 one. Points against the Bengals. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's the difference. But uh, but again, that was on the road for them. And so. Anthony Lynn wants to not give his best player. <laughs> oh, stop! Of course, Eckler. All right, over under five and a half catches for Austin Eckler. I, I have to say over because I have I'm way too invested in Eckler. <laughs> he better catch 10, but uh, I, I, uh, I'm going to take, this is a chiefs in the over. Come on. The chargers aren't there yet. Uh, I will take the chiefs across the board of the over with you, but I, I'm not betting this one. <laughs> this bet. a, I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm staying away 21 from zip uh, in, uh, you know, two minutes into the second quarter. You're going to be, you're going to be mad. Maybe, yeah, it's maybe it's true. All right, uh, you gotta get some they got extra rest here. too. They played on Thursday. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Sometimes guys come up flat there. Just saying. Yeah, okay. Chargers yeah. have some better corners too. You know, they had Harris last year or this yeah. year, I should say. Just saying, yeah. Char- Chargers. Chargers defense is for real. Like that. They, if anything, you know what? Chris Harris gonna look like an old man against Tyreek Hill. Come on. Well, that, that's probably true. Yeah. Well, I mean, who doesn't look like old man against Tyreek Hill? I mean, come on. Uh, actually, I think he's going to – I think he's – I don't know if he's going to be on him or not, though. Is that is that the matchup? I think it's the other way around. I, it might, I mean, it doesn't matter. Tyreek Hill's going to torch whoever it is. So they, I think he's on know, Sammy Watkins. I'd put the old man on the old man. That's what I would do. Erwin James also not in this game. They're still no, trying sure. to decide between Desmond King and Nasir Adderley. Uh, you know, you got a rookie linebacker in there against Travis Kelsey. Like, I just uh, – I, it, you know, uh, Chris Jones up against a terrible offensive line. There's nothing in the Chargers' favor in this game. All right, so I'm, I'm not. I'm to, not. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride this with you. I'm just not in love with as much as you. I don't think it's as, as easy as this. Uh, two more here. It's at the Sunday and the Monday night games, and then we'll fly out of here. We got New England at Seattle. Seattle at home, four and a half, uh, four point favorite. The numbers forty four and a half. And the New England defense still look good. Uh, Patriot offense does not look like a professional offense, but you know what? They won and that's what they do. And I feel like they're just going to grind and grind and grind. I'm going to go the under in this game. Uh, I will go with Seattle to win. I will go with new England to cover. I, I don't think, you know, cause this is like vintage new England. They're just going to grind and grind and grind and they're going to end up winning or losing by a field goal probably. And I think Seattle will pull this one up. So I'm sure you disagree with me. You probably like Seattle across the board. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, look, yeah. I, oh yeah. Not, uh, I'm I'm pretty confident. There's no one too, in this like, crowd. Don't let's not forget that too. So forget no, the massive Seattle home field advantage nonsense because that honestly look, last year like, that sucked anyway. I would like this game even more if that was the case. But uh, you know, look, Seattle, and it's what we said about them against Atlanta, right? It's continuity. It's the same guys being there for so long, and uh, and the offensive line looking better too. So uh, I think that uh, Seattle has got this game pretty locked up but i will take the under i i know that you know new england and their defense is crafty they're going to grind the clock out as much as they can uh which you know if this line was a little bigger i would definitely take new england but since it's only four you know if it was more than a touchdown i would definitely take new england but uh i, I think since it's only four i think seattle wins this one going away they're just they're the one of the more complete teams in the nfl 
that can deal with no preseason games and no practices. And we saw that in the second half against Atlanta when they matched up kind of evenly to start. And then Seattle had all the, the rust knocked off and they started beating the doors off Atlanta. And I think, uh, you know, their first home yeah, game and everything. And, tackle, and that's the one thing New England's always yeah. going to do. Yeah. And I'm just saying. So I, I, I will. I, look, I, it's not my, and you know, me, I keep it real. I'm the king of keeping it real. Just because I'm a Patriot fan does not. I'm not it real goes wrong. So I'm say the uh, get their door blown off. I just don't think it's this one. And I and I think this is Russell Wilson's year for the MVP. I think this is it. I think you know how many shows have we done together? Where I said Seattle's going to win this division this year, and so far after week one, it certainly looks like Seattle's the favorite to win this division. <laughs> but at, at the same time, I just I you know primetime game cam newton new england defense bill belichick they're gonna find a way to be competitive they're gonna have a game plan and then then they're gonna make adjustments because that's Better what they do play action 83 percent of the time because like even seattle doesn't have a good pass rush either i i right. think if there was a little more continuity with cam newton i would take new england but i can't i just can't do it in week two I can't wait to see what your upset special is today. All right. Uh, last one here. Monday night, New Orleans at Vegas. I never like New Orleans on the road. If Michael Thomas isn't healthy, I, I like it less, but they're probably going to win this football game. Um, I, I don't know about five and a half, though. That's in the, you know, that line tells you a lot right there. It's not, it's not, a, it's not like, oh, we're so confident in the, in the New Orleans Saints because it's not. It's not a very confident line. The New Orleans Saints should, should blow the doors off this kind of team. I think they're trying to tell you something there. So I think the, the Raiders are going to cover this. I really do. And uh, I'm going to go. I will go with the over in this one, though, too. I, I think it's going to go over. Uh, I know you probably disagree with me on this one. I'm going to go New Orleans to win Vegas to cover. I love to say Vegas to cover. That's just a fun thing to say. We haven't gotten to say it yet. I like Vegas to cover. And then I like the uh, the over in this game. Uh, Boggs, where are you going on this one? I'm actually with you on Vegas. Uh, oh. I, look, New Orleans offense, they scored 34 points, but you got to remember they had a pick six. They had a ton of turnovers off of Brady, setting them up in nice field uh, position and all that stuff. So uh, they were very inefficient. So I'm going to take the Raiders to cover. I'm with you. I still think you know the Raiders probably aren't good enough to win against uh, New Orleans quite yet. But I'm, I am going to take the under because of that inefficiency and because, you know, it – Jacobs did great against uh, Carolina, and I expect him to have a decent game against uh, New Orleans here. But New Orleans defense is way more real than Carolina. Carolina might have the worst defense in the NFL. So uh, I think this one is going to go under. And, um, yeah, I'm taking the Raiders to cover for sure. By the way, just some interesting money lines here. The Giants are plus 205 on FanDuel on the money line. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings are plus 142. And the Washington football team is plus two forty five. So, wow. those are yeah. So just go throw those out there. Those are the three that kind of caught my eye, <laughs> so to speak, as we're going through all these. So uh, those are some money lines to keep an eye on because I think that's got some potential. One of those I think is uh, I wouldn't be shocked if two of the three of those. <laughs> I really or really would not, my friends. I really would not. So. That's all the picks. That means it's that time again, boys and girls. It's time for the upset special. I will go first this week because Bogman is not new anymore. So no more of him going first. So I am going to go with the Eagles. Yeah, I know it's a small line, but I don't care. I think the Eagles win at home against the Rams. That's my upset special. I don't think the Rams should be favored in this game. The Rams should not have won that game at home. They did because the Cowboys are dumb. 
Uh, one and a half is the the line there. I think the Eagles are going to not only cover this, but win this game outright. So, Bogman, what's your upset special for the week? Give me the Vikings on the road. Both these teams are desperate for a win. Uh, I think that uh, the Vikings played really well in the second half against Green Bay. Uh, the defense isn't great, but uh, I think they can outscore the Colts. So uh, give me the Vikings uh, as my upset special this week. All right, so that'll do it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LineStar app at LineStar NFL and follow me and Boggs at Bogman Sports at Joe Pisa PS17. Have a great weekend of football, everybody. That'll do it for us. There's only one thing left to do now, and that's step out of the huddle and set down win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast weekly wagering show brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.